And if you need anyone in your video shoot, I got assless chaps. I got whatever you need. Just I'll, I'll, I'll come up and I'll ride a unicorn over the waterfall. Whatever you need. You know? Well, we both can't wear the same thing, unfortunately. So one oh, of us is going to have to change. Right, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll take the speedo. I'll take the speedo. <laughs> And what is up? It is White Trash Donnie. Welcome to the Sloppy Syndicate Show. We have another episode for you this evening. We have the Never After alternative punk band based out of Chicago. So we will get them here shortly. Uh, and without further ado, let's go ahead and bring them on and give them a round of applause. Hey. Hello. So we got Arnley and Patrick from the band The Never After. Um, so go ahead and tell us what you play, what you do, and a little bit more about the band. Cool. I'll go first. I'm Pat. Uh, nice to meet everyone. What a great audience. <laughs> um, I play guitar. Uh, I do the harmonies, the vocal harmonies as well. And Yeah. I'm All right. I also play guitar, um, lead guitar, and yeah, don't to be on here. Yeah. Well, it's a pleasure having you. I know you guys have been extremely busy this year and last year doing uh, some singles. So you currently have four singles out right now. You have uh, Distress Call, Beautiful Portraits. Uh, you did a remix of Beautiful Portraits with EDC artist Nigel Crown. And then my favorite song, Little Bird, which I've probably listened to 95 times, if not more. Um, so if you see all those uh, upticks on Spotify, you are welcome. Um, that is jamming in my... Uh, it's my favorite song from you guys. Um, and that song is a little bit of rock, a little bit emo, but it, it, it's a very good song. So definitely highly recommend checking it out as well as Beautiful Portraits. Those are my top two out of the four, but they are all phenomenal songs. And uh, so let's talk about the EP release party, which you have coming up soon, April 23rd in yes. Chicago. So if any of you folks are in Chicago, you can join the EP release party. And uh, so tell us how excited you are for that and what's going to what's going to happen, how many songs are going to be on the EP, et cetera. Super, super stoked for that show. Um, it's a, definitely a long time coming. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we're pushing right now is it five songs on the EP. Six, six, six. Yeah, yeah. six songs. Yeah. I'm also stoked. It's going to be my first show. And ooh. <laughs> <laughs> who knows how long. Yeah. Very excited. So you got any jitters? Any jitters for the first show back? I don't know. Right now, maybe, but day of more. So right once likely, you step on the stage, you'll be like, oh, like, oh here they all disappear. Right please don't poo. Go. Please don't poo. Right. <laughs> uh, so all right, we got uh, big, big bearded brother from Seoul, Korea. Thanks nice. for joining us. Uh, so, folks in the audience, if you have uh, any questions, do not hesitate to put them in the chat. And invite your nanny or pappy and get to know the Never After um, as we kind of pick their brain and get to know a little bit more about them. Uh, so did the band form? I know uh, some of the first singles were in 2021. Is that when the band formed? Yeah, we actually first started playing around, like us together, roughly around like May, June of last year. This kind of was like a quarantine COVID project. Okay. And it's sort of become full time now. And the the four of you, if I'm correct, you all kind of merged from different different bands. Yeah, there's there's um there's five of us actually. Five okay, five. 
So yeah. uh, you guys kind of merged from different bands. I can't remember the the, the bands off uh, the top of my head, but I know there was some some bands in there that you guys kind of uh, came out of and formed your own, being the yeah. Never After. So, so the Never awesome. After is actually a side project for a couple of the guys. Uh, okay, Tom and Jimmy, they've got their main stuff, uh, Arabella and Tragic Figures, and okay. Never After is just kind of like a side thing for them. Okay. Um, so I know you just had mentioned COVID. So um, how has COVID, you know, impacted you guys for the last two years in the, in the music scene? I know obviously it's, you can't get out and play shows or, you know, pretty tough for all of us. Did you guys do uh, some live streams on Instagram or Twitch, anything like that to uh, just be able to play music and kind of clear your head? It gave us a lot of time, I think, to actually solidify a good product okay. um, without the rush of having to, you know, plan a show within the next month because, you know, a lot of people don't want to wear masks to venues and whatnot. So it's, it gave us, yeah, I think it gave us a lot of time just to get prepped for, you know, April, so less than a month away. But, yeah, we spent a lot of that time just writing too, like mm-hmm. not having to worry about playing a show like right away. So it kind of gave us all that, like Pat said, all that time to like write this EP. Okay. And now are any of the uh, current tracks that you have released, are they going to be on the EP? Yeah, they'll all, okay. they'll all be on there. Will they? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you have a couple new ones as well. Yeah. So uh, what was uh, – I'm stuck on Little Bird. I do apologize. You're probably here. <laughs> you know, after this, you'll be tired of Little Bird. You're like, all right, we're not going to – we're taking it off. No more Little Bird. But, um, so what was uh, – because you can tell in, in, in the song that there are some meaningful lyrics behind that. Um, so what is the story behind that song? So I can go for it. I can try to knock it out. Um, so Connor actually wrote the lyrics to the song and I remember just dabbling around on the acoustic one afternoon in Arlie's place and the chords just kind of fell in place, but Connor wrote it about basically losing someone you love or just like losing a family member. Um, someone that really held a deep place in your heart and trying to, cope and grieve and et cetera, et cetera. I hope I knocked that out as he would have. <laughs> but, yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah. So uh, the one part, uh, don't look down, um, that's that's like my favorite part of the verse. Um, so, or not the verse, but, you know, favorite part of the song. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, phenomenal song. I don't want to be stuck on that all night, like I said, because I can talk all about <laughs> Little Bird all night. It's, it's um, funny you say that because that one was actually, it was kind of like a happy accident. Like we didn't okay. mean to write that. We were kind of just like sitting in like the little studio that we have and kind of just like noodling around. And then Connor came up with the lyric, um, so long, farewell. I'll see you on the other side of this place I call my hell. And then that's okay. kind of what took shape. So it's going to be the new Bob Ross song. We don't, we, <laughs> we happy little songs here. Yeah. Happy little songs. So, uh, exactly. well, that came out good for just, uh, coming out so um now beautiful portraits obviously uh you released in 2021 and then 2022 you did a edc uh remix with nigel crown uh what was the inspiration or what made you do that and uh another banger by the way um and would you do a collab in the future um with another edc artist or another band so uh, nigel crown um he's actually been one of my good friends since like high school um and kind of just like threw around the idea of like, let's do a remix, something different, you know, instead of like turning a song acoustic, let's let's try and make it 
an electronic different. song. Yeah. yeah. So I reached out to Nigel and he had the mix for us within like like a week and a half, two weeks. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely would love to do something like that again. Something just different, kind of like genre bending out there. Some yeah, for sure. Kind of, yeah, I, <laughs> mash, you know, I, I, and, and I like seeing different genres kind of mashed together. Um, I don't know how polka would turn out. But, uh, it's worth a shot. <laughs> um, and maybe um, um, and I remember, so speaking of polka, uh, I have a little Polish in my side. So um, I remember going to Pennsylvania, visiting family and, and having the polka dances and then, you know, the feast. And I mean, I, I call it a big trash can where they throw everything in and they, they heat it up and you eat throughout the day. But yeah, so maybe you can do a polka, um, you know, rendition of that. To, and it may be a banger, who knows, but. <laughs> That's all I'm Already working on it. As we right. <laughs> All right. So, um, so we, uh, 2021 distress call, um, 2021 beautiful portraits. So, uh, two, two songs, uh, singles in 2021 and then, uh, 2022, you had, uh, the, the two songs there. Um, so the, we've talked about how the band formed the band formed kind of as a side project for several different, uh, members from different bands. And, uh, where did the name derive from the never after? Um, so I was actually working on a short film, uh, with Connor actually too. And that's kind of how we kind of got together on this too. And in this film, the fic fictional band's name was the never after. So we kind of just like threw that in the group chat when we were like debating names and it kind of just like, ended up sticking. I mean, and, definitely unique. The never after. Yeah. It kind of just rolls off the tongue. Right. A little fairy tale, you know, yeah. you know, happy little accidents. Um, <laughs> this whole band is pretty much just one happy accident. <laughs> right. um, so plans for the upcoming year. Obviously, we have your release uh, EP release on 423. Um, anything further than that? Some new music coming out after that tours, anything like that? Uh, we do have one more single coming out. Uh, we're planning on shooting another music video for uh this upcoming song that's coming out after the EP release show. And then after that, just a lot more writing, a lot, lot more shows. And yeah, right now, probably no tours, but just lots of writing and lots more shows. Awesome. And um, I lost my train of thought. That happens a lot. I'm like squirrel and then like <laughs> I just lose it. So, um, but uh, yeah, so, hmm. <laughs> what a, yeah, I, I just totally no, I feel you, like, I feel you. threw myself out of this world. Right. It happens a lot to me because I get I get the COVID fog, and I just in mid sentence I lose my place. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, what is your favorite thing about the process, the writing process, or or even creating the music? You want to go first, mm. Pat? Mm, I mean, I like when it's done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. it's done, but. Uh, in between, I like actually just getting together and throwing ideas and seeing what fits, what what doesn't, and how many layers of guitar can we add into this track before <laughs> it becomes inhumanly possible to play live and yeah. just going from there. But honestly, just like bringing the ideas together because we all have different kinds of um, musical upbringings, I guess, that we like to throw in randomly and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work and at least we're all honest with each other so we can say like hey this kind of sounds like doo-doo <laughs> let's let's skip it 
um, yeah. and we're not afraid to do so. So instead of having like, yeah, we could do like 20 songs and 30, I mean, like 18 of them sound like crap. We don't want to do that. And we're on the same page. So I, I yeah. took that part. Um, so like for myself growing up, um, like from first to last, Chiodos, there, you know, I have so many influences within the music industry, um, country, mm-hmm. you know, all genres. Um, so for you, um, what are some of your major musical influences? It's funny that you say it from first to last, because that is definitely one of mine. Okay. From first to last, uh, we definitely throw a lot of census fail in there. Some data members, Silverstein. Okay. We're on the same page then. So yeah, we, we definitely try to keep it in that, that realm and for the most part. But then yeah. I was a little heartbroken when, um, uh, I can't, the lead singer from first to last, what's his name? Sonny. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what left the band and did a side project on the, you know, the EDC electronic side, which he, he yeah. knocked out of the park on that side as well. But, um, I don't know from first to last was never the same for me after he left the band. So he kind of made it. Back in now. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's back in. I remember it was like a big deal. Um, when they performed at an emo night with Sonny and nice blew up all over the internet. Okay. Well, yeah. that's good that he's back. Cause he was like the, I don't want to say he made the band, but he, he did was, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> All right, we got no, nobody knows anybody else in the band besides Sonny. I don't think. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sonny, uh, like the, who's the other one guitarist? Like Matt, Matt Good. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But everyone else kind of wishy washy. Yeah. yeah we, just had, uh, we just had Kraken Fest down here in Orlando uh, late February, so we had the Used, Anne Berlin, oh, Red nice. Jump Apparatus, uh, a couple good bands. So it was nice to finally get out and actually. Uh, have that live music scene little festival again so yeah mm-hmm. um i know florida hasn't really been on restrictions um you know so it's kind of a free-for-all down here and i know uh welcome to rockville last november had about one hundred and sixty thousand um <laughs> within the four days uh and then this year they're expecting um probably about two hundred thousand, if not more so just you know over four days but still i mean two hundred thousand people in town for you know a four-day rock festival mm-hmm. um you know and i think everybody's been cooped up so much uh, they're ready they're just like you know what let's go i want i want a concert mm-hmm. i want a festival i want to get out of the house I'm, I'm you know i'm tired of doing nothing so exactly yeah you can't blame them i guess that's right. kind of like yeah, why I, mean, I think when we were young is taking off oh yeah Vegas, that's probably why all the hype is and is it I mean, like the same is, bands play every day or something like that too? So yeah. like you'll never miss it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that there was so much uh, controversy surrounding that. They're like, oh, this is going to be like the next uh, Friar Festival, and then mm-hmm. like, all right, we're adding day two. And then now we're adding yeah. day three. Yeah, you know, we'll see how it turns out. If it turns out, that's a that's a phenomenal lineup. But right. uh, I'm I think even with four days, there's way too many bands to you know get enough mm-hmm. uh play time so hours yeah right it's four days and i think like separate weekends too yeah, yeah. not even the same way so man good luck guys yeah. <laughs> good luck getting out there i mean if they could do the same thursday through you know same weekend mm-hmm. thursday through sunday that would be phenomenal I, I might actually try to go to that just because i mean mm-hmm. that's like high school all over again and, and oh, yeah some of my musical influences uh if it was so like a have, warped version of like Lollapalooza, like span right. it out for four days, that would make way more sense. Mm-hmm. 
and man, I, I miss Van's Warp Tour. I miss all the like mm-hmm. Taste of Chaos Tour, all the good stuff back when we were younger. So, yeah. but thankfully we have Danny Wimmer that likes to throw some epic festivals. <laughs> well, let's hope uh, this, take, this takes off. That would be sweet. Right. And uh, so we got Amelia in the chat and she says, uh, wants to know what are some of your goals this year? Mm. Just writing a lot more. Yeah. A lot more music. Um, maybe some like close to out of state shows, like in our Midwest region. And then go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I guess just, yeah, just more music, more shows. Yeah. I think we've been so focused on just putting this current EP together that we want to solidify that for a full set and get that ready to roll before we even move on. But we can see that happening in the near future for sure. So with, with, uh, multiple members from different bands, um, how do you think that is going to impact, you know, when we get kind of back to full circle and, you know, all the tours and things like that are going on, how do you think, you know, with it, you were saying it being kind of a side project during COVID, do you think that's still going to, the never after is still going to pursue, you know, music in the entirety, or is it going to be kind of like a side project where you bounce back and forth from the main band to the never after and mm-hmm. vice versa? I mean, I hope it stays at this capacity. <clears throat> But yeah, we do have some other members that are in, like our drummer Tim. He's in like three three bands right now. Oh wow! So he's okay. the, he's the one that's got the most. Yeah, and I've got yeah, the least. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me and Pat are only in this band. This is it for us. Are you okay? And it's yeah. cool to see like you know the mashup. You know where the intertwining of different bands kind of come together and create a unique sound, um, such mm-hmm. as you. You know, such as the Never After has done so. You know, with the alternative punk, um, you get a slight emo sound, like I said, on the, the little bird. Um, so you're kind of, um, you have a vast array of vocals and genres kind of mixed into one with the songs that you've created so far. Um, so, I mean, I'm super impressed as a, you know, as a listener um, with the songs Thank that you, you have so far. And uh, definitely excited to see what you come out with in the future and the EP. Um, so do you have any... Uh, merch, vinyls, anything like that, that the folks in the audience or the folks that are listening to this in the future uh, on the podcast um, could uh, pick up a CD or an album, shirts, and, and where can they find you at uh, on the World Wide Web? <laughs> you have merch up. Our website is theneverraftermusic.com. We've got a couple shirts up there, crop tops, and definitely more merch is on the way, especially with this EP show. Uh, there will be a lot more merch. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, Facebook, all the usual social media. Right, Apple and that's the never after. Um, yeah, it's the so. underscore never after. All right, so if you make a vinyl, I'm a vinyl collector, so I will put that up on the wall if you have a vinyl. Nice. The only <laughs> thing I do request is that you do sign it. So when you guys become uh, super famous <laughs> and playing these big rock festivals, I can be like, hey, yes. I have them on my wall. Right. Um, Once we get when we were young, volume two. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and then big bearded brother enjoying the conversation, but got a drop. Wife is calling from Florida. Have a good one. Well, we appreciate you having having you in here, big bearded nice. brother. Um, <laughs> that's like say that three times fast. That's uh, a tongue twister. <laughs> but, um, it's been a pleasure having you in here and pop in anytime. All right. So, what would you like the fans to know about the Never After? Hmm. 
I feel like this is like the first day of school. Right. right. <laughs> Please introduce yourselves. Right. <laughs> Three introductions, <laughs> Alex. Yeah. So what do you expect dude. to gain out of 11th grade this year? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, one of our big goals is just to put out a product that everybody will enjoy, right? That someone can relate to. Like, for instance, bringing back to Little Bird, the mm -hmm. way Connor might have written it about, it could relate to someone in a totally different way. You know, so the fact that, you know, we get so much good feedback on that song and on the other songs, I think that's our goal. That'll boost our egos a bit, you know, saying <laughs> that we did something right. Um, people actually enjoy it. And that's that's the goal. Yeah, for me, at least. The one takeaway from Little Bird, especially, is just once we started like pushing it, like there were a, there was a handful of people that connected with it. And just like hearing everyone's stories about like how, what this song meant to them, I feel like that is more rewarding than mm -hmm. than numbers, statistics, right. and all that. Yep. And and so on Spotify, you have uh, quite the number of plays um, on all of your uh, music, so that's uh, that's a plus. But um, yeah, so for me, Little Bird, when it says uh, "Don't look down," um, that kind of hits home where I'm not. Um, you know, because I have a habit of the fear of moving forward or the fear of failure. So mm. to me, that kind of, re, you know, resented in my head, like, don't look down, keep pushing forward. So, you know, it, it kind of, like you said, it hits people differently and they, they take mm -hmm. their own meaning out of it. Um, so I think that's kind of why I like Little Bird so much is it's, for me, it's keep pushing, don't give up and, and, and kind of do what you love. And if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. So that's why I'm doing this because it's fun uh, for me to do. So, um, you know, and it kind of brings back, um, you know, other memories as well that we'll be here all night. So we won't get into that. But, um, you know, so very, very well put together. Very good song. Uh, very meaningful. You. And you can you can tell in the lyrics, the lyrics itself that, um, you know, there is a story behind that. So. And uh, I'm very, I'm a visual person as well. So if I can put a song into a visual and kind of see that or see their, you know, the, um, the artist's vision behind that, it makes that uh, a little more special for me as well. So, mm -hmm. all right, we are 24 minutes and I know you guys are super busy. I try to keep it 30 to 45 minutes. So we got a few minutes left awesome. um, okay. and uh you know, I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you guys are busy working on. Um... We're all yours, my friend. You're yeah. all yours. <laughs> I mean, uh, the beginning of April almost, and you got that uh, big EP release party. So I know you guys got practice and and recording and you know all the behind the scenes work that most of us do not know or do not pay attention to. We just think, hey, they write music and they're rock stars, and that's it. But um, <laughs> clearly not the case. If only so, it were that easy, <laughs> right? Um, so, uh, being on the sloppy syndicate show and kind of a Q and a session, getting to know you, what are your, what do you like best about interviews and what do you not like about interviews? And you can be brutally honest. You're not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I love these types of interviews, um, because it's not like a job interview. I don't have to like really necessarily impress for a position <laughs> kind of thing. Okay. Um, it's just being honest and open and having good time along the way. That's those are the kinds of interviews I enjoy, um, and especially when you can, and you have it too, where you can just like go off on a tangent and keep going and keep going, and then loop back in. It's, it's those are more enjoyable than having like a set. This is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about now. 
this is what we're talking about now and yada yada yeah. and then eight like an hour later it's just one sentence replies so that's what i dig about it meeting new people too always yeah, yeah. fun always a plus you get to know each other a little bit yeah it's like musical networking so right and, uh, by the way pat uh please tell me why i should select you for this uh position <laughs> <laughs> well i work hard i'm a hard worker uh, and i also I'm like honest <laughs> i'm honest <laughs> Oh man, you just got your ass real good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I got it. <laughs> All right, Arnley. So uh, tell you, tell us why we should select you over Pat. No, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why here. you should not pick me over Pat. <laughs> uh, yeah, these these interviews are always so fun. Just meeting a ton of new people and also just getting feedback on our product is also really interesting and fun to hear. Right. And it's, it's, you know, especially with the podcast and, and being on the, the World Wide Web, um, we're not on DSL anymore. We're, you know, we've upgraded. So, uh, you know, the, the, the reach is so vast. Like, mm -hmm. even with Spotify and Apple Music, you know, 20 years ago, I wouldn't have heard you in Australia. But now, yeah. hey, I could be on Spotify and be like, oh, never after mm -hmm. you know based out of chicago all right they're really good so I mean, just um, bearded brother from korea just right that's wild and um so how do you think that has affected the music industry in a negative way and how do you think that has affected the music industry in a positive way i mean positively like your music is within like an arm's reach away like mm -hmm. and i guess negatively there's also a lot of trash talking <laughs> linked to that. <laughs> so uh, you got, there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there, but. I would say negatively in the aspect that everyone can do the same too. And there's just so much more out there to stand out over. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you think about like a lot of the bands that are even, not even well-known bands out there, like fresh starting bands that if you compare their music to say, What's that counting? Is it Counting Crows that did Mr. Jones? Any mute, any song out there is probably better than that song, <laughs> you know. So I mean, I kind of like that. Song. I, oh I man, so now you're definitely not getting hired, <laughs> right? Personal Fired. All right, fire me. I'll, I'll leave the room. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of songs out there now that are just so it's so hard to stand out when all you right. have to do is put your stuff on Spotify and go from there on the plus side you don't have to stand out of side of venues when it's like 10 degrees outside handing out flyers to get your yeah. music out there like hey so, can you come watch me like yeah can you come, come to the show you know, so, and you'll see them rip up the flyer down the block like you'll see your flyers right. everywhere in the trash and whatnot I feel like so, that that hurt the most that right. that was even worse yeah they're like oh yeah definitely i'll come see you and then just whoop. yeah <laughs> not or anything yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. So do you have any plans in the future to um, cross um, genres? So would you make a, a, say, a country beautiful portraits or would you make a metal beautiful portraits? I would love to do like a kind of like a folky, like I would say like kind of Iron and Wine-ish um, okay. version, versions of some of our songs for sure. And just to have on the side as like a bonus kind of thing. So say this EP takes off, a lot of people get to enjoy it and then just here's uh, here's beautiful portraits, but like 
Beautiful portraits, nothing to wait. Yeah, like Mumford and yeah. Yeah. It would be fun to do it. It's not out outside of the box, but you know. And I think uh Little Bird, yes. I I've probably said Little Bird nine hundred times in this uh interview. We do but, have uh, some plans for Little Bird in the future for sure. Yeah, like a metal rendition or like a heavy, <laughs> heavy rock rendition. Something like yeah, maybe, that would be, maybe. That would be epic. So um sign me up for that one. Uh, yes. And if you need anyone in your video shoot, I got assless chaps. I got whatever you need. Just I'll, I'll, I'll come up and I'll ride a unicorn over the waterfall. Whatever you need. You know? Well, we both can't wear the same thing, unfortunately. So one oh, of us is going to have to change. Right, I'll, 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 I'll take the speedo. I'll take the speedo. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But um, so, have you? Uh, did you grow up in Chicago, or are you just kind of? you know, kind of mm -hmm. ended yeah, up in Chicago. So I think all of us uh, kind of grew up in Chicago. I know Connor grew up outside, like in Foo Foo, uh, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, for the most part, we've all been kind of stationary in, in the city and surrounding suburbs. Yeah. Yep. I was two hours from the windy, windy city in Michigan. So I was up by Kalamazoo mm. before I moved down to Florida. Okay. Um, not as cool as the Windy City, but uh, yes, I was a little small farm town up uh, over by Kalamazoo. So, kind of like right. Connor and wherever he's at Big Rock, <laughs> Illinois. Right. Yeah, it's definitely a lot more calm than yeah. the hustle and bustle of Chicago. So, yeah. Yeah, if we had a traffic jam. It was because the tractor was going to the next field. So. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I moved to Florida and it's like traffic everywhere. And it just, it's like, I still can't get used to it. It still annoys the hell out of me. I'm like, come on, people, like just drive. But, yeah. So you're in uh, you're in Orlando, right? You said. Yep, I'm literally like three miles from Disney World, so it it doesn't make right. it any better because we have all the tourists that uh, yeah. yeah don't know how to drive. Yeah. Sorry yeah. if you're listening. But, um, <laughs> please follow and obey all the laws and use a turn signal for us, and that might help. So. We don't have anything as exciting as Disney World. We just if we have tourists, they're here for the bean. And that's right, fun. the bean or the uh the what the Navy Power. Pier there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Nothing like Disney World. Uh once you go a couple times, like I'm burnt out on it. Probably because I've been so many times, but yeah, it's it's nothing that's exciting expensive. anymore. Oh, it it's extremely expensive. But yeah. um you know, in Florida, you can do like a season pass, you know, Florida discount rate. So it's a little bit cheaper, but mm. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm A-OK -okay seeing the fireworks from my balcony. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's got to be a plus. <laughs> and then I don't have, you know, I don't have to wait an hour for the monorail. I just walk back inside and start watching TV or do whatever I want to do. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a plus. <laughs> All right. So we are 35 minutes in. Um, so we will part ways here shortly. And uh, so any final words for uh, the fans listening and the fans listening in the future on uh, the podcasting platforms? You guys just check us out. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, and TikTok, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And yeah, just okay. look out for more music. Yep, so talk to us. Talk to us too. We like to hear from you, feedback and Good stories, good vibes, dad jokes. We're all for everything. Dog <laughs> pictures. We love dogs. We love dog photos. Doggos. Doggos. Yeah, definitely oh, yeah. talk to us. We do like that. We do like yeah. the interaction for sure. Yeah. 
Awesome. And you can find them at Instagram, the underscore never after. Uh, definitely check them out. Highly recommend uh, the four singles that they have out now. Definitely bangers. And can't wait for 423 when they release the EP to see what else they add to uh, their already banging list of songs that they have going for them. So that will be it for this episode of the Sloppy Syndicate. And we will see you next time. All right. Thanks, man. Bye, guys.